Hello and welcome to Yoga and Yum podcast. My name is Sybil Shelton Ford and I am your host and I'm so happy that you're here. This is the place where we really get into the practices of self-care, living an amazing, mindful, on-purpose life, and really experiencing all the yum in life. Again, I'm happy that you're here, and today I have sort of a, I guess you can say it's a potentially controversial subject. Anyway, let's get into it. So recently I was watching a YouTube video of a person that I really like, and she was giving tips to her followers on that are on a weight loss journey. And she was giving tips on how she has released weight. And she didn't just talk about food. She also mentioned that one of the tools that she uses is meditation. And it was a really sweet video. And I was just really inspired by it because I love the whole mindfulness piece. And I was watching it on my PC and I, happened to do something after watching the video that I never do. And that is, I read the comments. I hardly ever read comments, but for some reason I did for this particular video. And in one of the comments, one woman said that she loved the content and kind of praised her, but then said, I'm going to say yes to everything except for meditation no to meditation, yes to prayer. And we need to be praying more and honoring the creator. And reading that comment made me take pause. And my wheel started spinning. And so I decided to do an entire podcast on this episode, the differences between prayer and meditation, looking through them as or looking through them, at them, through a yogic lens, or at least my yogic lens. So way back in 2002, when I was in yoga school, studying to get my 200-hour certification, we, of course, studied lots of things. In addition to learning things like asana, which are poses and breathing exercises and really did a deep dive into the eight limbs of yoga because there are eight limbs or eight arms or eight parts. And one of the things that we studied was meditation because that is one of the limbs. And one of the most profound memories that I have was when our meditation teacher was giving us a lecture on exactly what meditation is. And he started by saying that prayer is when you talk to God, but meditation is when you let God talk to you. And I was like, whoa, mind blown, crazy. I was like, holy cow, I had never even heard this sort of conversation or this view because I saw meditation very differently as sitting and either trying to just be quiet and chasing all your thoughts away 
you know, sitting for hours at a time in this peaceful lotus position. I'm like, why am I sitting here? But when he described it that way, I'm like, okay, mic drop. <laughs> so let me preface everything that I'm going to say next by sharing that I am a Christian, but I'm also a yogi. And I can hold spaces for both things at the same time because I do hold spaces. <laughs> for both at the same time. And I know a lot of people disagree with me. I have a lot of friends and family members who are church devotees that feel that I can't do both because they see that they see yoga as a religion. And I assume the person who wrote the comment about yes to prayer, no to meditation, maybe holds the same beliefs. It's an assumption I know, I'm totally like letting you know, I'm assuming. But in my opinion, yoga is not a religion. Instead, it's a practice. And I say that because from my studies and my understanding of yoga, yoga's biggest concern, if yoga could be concerned about anything, or another way to think about it, it, it would be yoga's main goal is to address the mind. In fact, the second sutra in the Yoga Sutras state ex- states exactly what yoga is. And yoga is the cessation of the fluctuations of our minds, period. Like, that's it. <laughs> that's the main goal. The goal is to quiet the mind or have some control of the mind. So why would we want to do that? Like, why on earth would we want to have this control of our mind? Like, what's the big deal? Well, in that same lecture by my meditation teacher, he went on to say that another way of looking at the main purpose of yoga is that, the, that yoga is the end of the root cause of all pain and suffering. And the root cause of all pain and suffering comes from these fluctuations in our minds. We shouldn't really see our minds as our enemies because they're not. We need our minds and our thoughts, but really our minds. We don't really actually need all of our thoughts, but we need our minds. It's part of our human experience. And I could go into a deep dive here, but that would make for a really long podcast. Maybe if you're interested in my thoughts or my studies about that, let me know in the comments and I will create an episode about that. But our minds fluctuate all the time. You can look at it as the, the biggest purpose or one of the main purposes of our minds is to sort of protect us at the end of the day. And in this protection, it might tell lies, actually. <laughs> sometimes sometimes our thoughts are simply not true. Absolutely not true. But we have these thoughts to protect us. So sometimes our minds say things like, oh, you know, you're not good enough for this. Or you don't know enough to do X, Y, Z. Or you're not ready to do blah, blah, blah. Or maybe you shouldn't change X, Y, Z because, oh, what if you fail? So 
our minds try to protect us from failure and pain. And so it tends to, at least for a lot of people, it tends, the, the thoughts that it creates tend to be a little negative. It's safer for us to kind of stay right where we are. It's safer for us not to try because, oh my gosh, what if we fail? I hope this makes sense. So, but this is sort of the, these fluctuations because these thoughts that we have, they're not always true. And what I've learned through yoga and within my yogic journey is that you don't always have to believe your thoughts. <laughs> you just don't. That the purpose of having thoughts, and many times, especially for women, I feel we just are kind of bombarded with negative thoughts. There's a lot of reasons for that. But the purpose is it's just trying to keep us safe. It's trying to not, um, to keep us from entering into a situation that could be potentially harmful, even if there really is no harm in doing it. Or if there is, there's, it's like a slight risk. Maybe it's embarrassment. Maybe you do try something like start a business and it doesn't quite work. Like, what does that mean for you? And so these streaming thoughts are the fluctuations of our minds. And these thoughts that kind of make us a little miserable <laughs> um, through the yogic lens are the root causes of our pain and suffering, that we can always go back to the thoughts, always go back to our minds. But again, they may not be the truth. So the ultimate goal is to quiet these fluctuations. You can't really ever stop them. The nature of the mind is to think. It just sort of does that. But you can learn to quiet them. And you can acknowledge them for what they are. But it's really hard to do that when we are constantly doing stuff, when we are in the state of doing, 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 and not allowing. And if we can quiet the noise and get quiet enough, then we can really start to deal with our minds a little bit by applying some of the things that we learn in yoga to our lives or to our minds. So typically when people are introduced to yoga, they come th first through the postures. And the postures work really well because it sort of balances our energy. It helps to bring balance to the body. And there is also a soothing effect, especially if we are breathing with the posture. So we're stimulating that parasympathetic response so that we can start to slow down. It feels really good. With the breath work, same thing. The breath work in yoga is called pranayama. And that, again, soothes us and it quiets us. It allows us to come to a space of stillness. And there are so many other tools in the yoga toolbox that get us ready for this beautiful, yummy stillness or this state of meditation. And these things can help us to become quiet enough. And yoga is this systematic approach for helping us deal with our minds. That is really the goal of it. And my friend Mira 
loves to say that yoga is the original psychology. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> but I want to get back to prayer and meditation. So what my yoga teacher said for me was a big mic drop that prayer is talking to God and meditation is being still enough to hear what he actually has to say to you. So I'm a person that that needs to do both. I need to pray, but I also need to meditate. And I love the distinction that the teacher made for both of these, these practices. And for me, prayer is having time where I am talking to God. I'm thanking him. I'm seeking advice. I'm asking for protection. I'm asking for direction, like all the things that we do when we pray. But for me, praying is an act of doing. I'm doing something. Um, but it's not an act of stillness. When I am meditating, that's an act of stillness where I can start to allow and receive his messages. And for me, I can't really hear what God wants me to hear when I'm praying. It's kind of like when you're talking to somebody, like actively talking and you're doing all the talking, you can't really hear what everybody else is saying or even what the person that you're talking to may want to say because you're talking, 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 talking. And that's why I need both, not one or the other. So I hope that makes sense. Like for me, I have to have both. And so going back to that statement of that the woman made on the YouTube uh, video, I personally and respectively, respectfully disagree with yes to only prayer and no to meditation, but I understand where she's coming from. She prefers prayer because she feels like God deserves the glory. And as a Christian, I believe that too. And that's why I pray. But I also want to hear. I want to hear what he has to say. I want to kind of connect in a different way. So I have to still my mind and connect to sort of this, this beauty of the one. And I can't do that if I'm, if I'm talking, if I'm sort of running my mouth in prayer, which is running your mouth in a good way, <laughs> but I have to be quiet. And so I have to meditate. And I use the tools of yoga, not just asana and pranayama, but other, the other limbs as well. And there's other practices of, as well to get still enough to quiet out the noise so that I can hear what he wants to say to me. So anyway, this is, it's an interesting conversation. And I like having conversations like this, even though I'm not really having a conversation. I'm sort of talking to you through this microphone. And I say conversation and not an attack session, which I think is we have to um, start connecting with our hearts a little bit more, in my opinion. I think it's fine to disagree. I don't think it's okay to attack. And I'm not attacking the person that made the comment. I'm just adding my two cents. I did not make a comment on the video because I really just didn't want to do there, do, do it like that. I didn't want to like leave this comment. She doesn't know who I am and go back and forth on this poor girl's video. Like, I don't want to do that. I didn't want to open up a can of worms and take away from the message of the video. 
Um, but anyway, I, again, it's, it's okay to have that conversation, but not to attack. And people have different ways of praying, connecting with God, or if you're not one who prays or believes, connecting with nature or whatever it is that you connect to and so on, right? We all have our way. And I also think it's really important for us to do what works for us and to stop telling everybody else what they should be doing. That really isn't our place. And it doesn't work anyway, because at the end of the day, people are going to do what they're going to do. That's my two cents about that. So let me know, are you a person who prays or meditates or both or neither? (laughs) I'm always interested to know. Anyway, that is the end of this episode. Um, yeah, I just wanted to put that out there and hopefully I have not offended anybody. I'm just giving my two cents on my personal experience. So thanks for listening. Um, if you feel so moved, please consider giving a five-star rating. If you're in Apple Podcasts, if you're listening there, leave a comment. I'd love to hear from you. I hope you are having a wonderful day or night. And as always, here's wishing you all the yum in life. Peace.